What's up, family? This is Josh. Before we get into the episode, I want to talk about a thriving business in South Carolina, and that business is Lux Beauty Authority. Want to feel satisfied, confident, and actually know more about your hair? Well, look no further. Lux Beauty Authority offer creative hair, provide wig designs, and also do makeup. They are devoted to educating each customer on the current state of their hair, the plan of action, and the maintenance plan to include professional hair products to take home. Listen, you don't have to take my word for it. Go ahead and schedule your appointment with Lux Beauty Authority. You can find them at luxbeauty.authority on Instagram and Facebook. And also, we'll drop all their information in the description below. Now, let's get ready to dive into the episode. This voice was produced in Typecast, an artificial intelligence voice service. Hello, welcome to Think About This podcast with Joshua Washington. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at Think About This. While there you can tune in, join the conversation, and leave feedback after each episode. Here now is your host Joshua Washington on this new episode on Think About This podcast. Hey, what's up, fam? Today's episode is about spiritual growth, and I'm so excited because I get to do it with my brother in Christ, Pastor Jeff Rosales from Covenant Love Church in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Listen, he has taught me so much. He taught me about having God at the foundation of your life, but he also told me not just to have fun as being a Christian. So I am excited for you to hear about this conversation that I had with him. So just uh, sit back, relax, and let's dive in as we talk about spiritual growth and building a healthy routine with God. So the first question, you know, Pastor Jeff, I, I, I just want to start off with is asking how important is it to have God at the foundation of our lives? Well, hello, Joshua. I mean, appreciate you um, inviting me. Um, you know, I think that's... Uh, Everything that you're you're doing right now is definitely um, very important, especially for those uh, listeners that you know trying to understand and seek some answers. Uh, but uh, thank you, you know, for just opportunity just to share. I Man, I'm telling you, so how important it is to have God at the foundation of our lives. I think is vitally important. I think with um, today's times where people are searching for answers and understanding the truth, and you know where did I come from and you know, what things, you know, what it begins, why is everything going in chaos and stuff like that? I believe that, you know, knowing and having the answer of of God being the foundation of our lives and stuff, I mean, it's very, you know, it's very important understanding, you know, the truth and, and uh, you know, all the answers that he has, you know, written in his Bible and stuff like that. And then um, one of the things is, I, I think is very important, um, regarding the foundation is knowing and having a relationship with him. Um, just, just, just knowing that, that the God is true and very, very real, um, to that one person that believes. So, um, yeah, yeah I think it's very important that these days and time, especially all the lives going on. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely can agree. You know, just when you look back over at 2020, it, and we was all in isolation, like 
having God basically at the foundation of your life really, you know, was able to direct your path through that season where it could be where you feel like you alone and in actuality, you know, with him, he'll just show you like just how to maneuver through that whole season. And so I, I totally agree. Like having him at the foundation of life helps everything or, or like smooths out any wrinkles that you may face. Um, yes, that's true. But, and- you know, you know, like, what and this could be this could this this don't have to be like right now this could be from the past like what changed for you when you said yes to god and started to put him first um and um i think he when he became real to me um you know i gave my life to christ back in 2004 you know after living you know a life of just just crazy you know just drinking and partying and you know that military life and, uh, you know, yeah. try to go in there and having those influences and stuff growing up in, you know, the streets of New York and Jersey and, you know, coming here to North Carolina, it's just, you know, and then, you know, meeting my wife and you know, five years into our marriage, I mean, definitely, you know, I was hitting rock bottom and, and, uh, you know, when I was like, you know, raised Catholic and, you know, didn't understand the new about God. I mean, I always respected and honor God, but I never really knew the relationship I had with him. But I believe when, once I said yes to him, actually, me and my wife said yes to him because we got saved at the same time. Uh, our life began to change. Um, there was, uh, you know, there, well, let's was, was talk about that story where Paul was in, you know, the room and then eyes was sent to him to remove the scales from his eyes. Well, right. I believe during that time when, you know, we really confessed Christ as our Lord in June of 2004, you know, I believe scales came you know, falling off my eyes. And I started seeing the God that I knew raised up in Catholic become very real to me and then understanding what his son did for me. And then, uh, you know, understanding what the Holy Spirit's job is for me uh, here for me. And, um, but you know, everything changed my perspective of, you know, doing things for me changed. It, it, It was all to give him honor and the type of person that I am, where it's like, I was very easily, encouraging people to you know we meet and then going to the clubs and to the bars or wherever that transform and change so where it's like i'm telling sharing people you know about christ you know what i mean yeah. I'm, I'm yeah i'm definitely uh beca- became the light now i didn't say all my troubles went away because those problems were there but it allow us to have a different perspective of instead of worrying um to become more of you know tr- learning i ain't gonna say we've had full knowledge of it, but we've started to learn how to trust in God um, and knowing our relationship with him. So I believe just my perspective changed and it stills changed. I mean, to this day, I mean, you know, years and years and years later, uh, you know, God is still surprising me in, in many ways and stuff like that. And, um, and that's why I know when we go from faith to faith. So um, definitely just an increase of his love and, you know, just, just knowing that he loves me and there's a God out there that does. So. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. Um, I mean, I can even think back on my life when I, you know, when I said yes to God, like, like everything just, I don't know. It just changed. Like the way that you just go about and handle life. It was, I wouldn't say it was easier, but you Mm -hmm. just know, like everything would still be okay. Yeah. um, So. Yeah. yeah, Everything. That's for your job, 
from your job yeah. to you know to your your being a father, being a husband, it mm-hmm. helped you be- become a better husband, a better employee, a better you know just steward of everything. And um, so I mean you know not saying you perfected it right away, but right. you you were becoming that until you know until you hit glory. I'm telling you. So. Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a that's a good point. Knowing that you know it's not searching for perfection but you're still on that track of always progressing and, and you know pushing towards you know exactly where god needs you and you know what he calls you to be that's um, right that's right yeah. so it's always putting first i mean that was my motto every time god first god first god first and you know i didn't you know always say it but i always lived by it because it was yeah. very very important um and helped other people too so yeah um, so, you know, we talked about like the foundation and, you know, saying yes to God and, you know, p- let's say people do make that transition. How important is it for like someone to be in a, like a solid Christian community and like, what does that look like to you? Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's multiple facets to this question. I mean, I think it's definitely very important to be grounded into a solid truth of, um, of Christianity, a Christian community, because, you know, you can, you can convert over, you know, to a specific, you know, denomination or whatever. You're always going to be conformed to that denomination and to be so, but so it's always, you know, having that, trueness you know understanding for yourself one and then knowing that the people around you you feel in a safe place you know you see that you know you come into christ and it's like you know i have a person here that you know that i'm looking up to or looking at and um how are they living their life you know i mean i think one of the things that we you know we have right now in our days and times with people why won't they they won't go to church is because you know, they feel like there's too many hypocrites in church. Well, you know, yeah, so it's, it's very scary. You know what I mean? It's like they're coming to church, but they're seeing hypocrisy because, you know, they can see the same person at work and or at the marketplace, and they're totally different from from what they are. So so having that safe place to trust and, and, and knowing that you're grounded around other people that are building you up. You know, I think we shared this many, many, many times and stuff where it's like, you know, you always have to have those – you know, four people around you, you know, you have Paul's, your Timothy's, your yes. Barnabas and your Titus, where you have your Paul is pouring into you. You're pouring into a Timothy. There's a Barnabas there is encouraging you. And then here's yep. Titus, you know, testing you. So as long as you have that safe circle, I mean, having that, I mean, that helped me along my way. You know, I mean, I always, you know, was was always aggressively going at it and trying to, you know, get with people and they and and it always balanced with me. It was never a point where it was like, you know, I did see some people that was like, you know, well, they're not living the truth or they're, you know, they're, right. they're looking out for their own intentions. Right. So, and then, you know, uh, and, and that's why, that's why when you go look for a sound, you know, a, a Christian community and stuff, uh, you know, with somebody, one, you have the Holy spirit, right. And yeah. he will confirm those things, you know, he'll confirm if you're in the right area or not. And then, you know, and he will show you, you know, of, of is this person after me as a number or is this person after me as the disciple? Right. And um, and yeah, so, you know, some things like that you can look for. 
and then and and then it's like you know are they are they teaching the word you know what i mean is it you know is it a word of truth or are they making their own uh you know teachings where it can comfort somebody tickle their ears you know what i mean for to benefit their their agenda uh and i think that's believe i believe that's how cults are you know what i mean they, they you bring them in and you try to get them into a safe place and you try to teach them something and um uh, but you know but as far as that like, Christian community and stuff like that, being around people that you trust, that you honor, and it's like, you know what? They are different from the world. You know, yeah. the worldly systems, you know, not a gossiper, not a person that's always, you know, trying to not get your best interests and they're still selfish. And what, what can you do for me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so, and then, you know, what, it, what does it look like? I mean, it just literally looks like heaven. Like when you're reading the four gospels and you see, and into the book of Acts, when you're, you're you're seeing the fellowship of Christ and the disciples and then disciples among each other. And in the book of Acts, where the church is being built and how the uh, disciples outside of, you know, Jesus not being there, how, how they, you know, had community. Well, that's what it should look like. Right. It should yeah. look like there's still a building up house to house, worshiping, you know, whatever it may be. And stuff. that's how. A lot of times that should look like, you know, and so uh, and, and, you know, and then it's all to the glory of Christ It's never to, you know, build your own fame or try to build up your own church or stuff like that. But, you know, I, I think we talked about that many, many times in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely like when you talked about the, uh, you know, looking at your circle, because uh, it was plenty of times I'm like, oh, man, I don't have this many people in my circle Mm -hmm. i don't have all these you know influencers and then when you just slow down and like you know let the holy spirit directly like you have all the people that you need right there in your corner like some people think it's supposed to be 10 to 15 and no you can just have you can have two three or four people and like that can be that core people that you need to get through life Mm -hmm. and um you know that's just so good what you were saying and i think that's can be some reassurance for anybody out there that's uh you know thinking they need tens of thousands of friends because you know social yeah. media they'll make you think oh yeah. man you gotta be this you gotta yeah. be that and are you seeing this highlight Very true. you don't really see the you know the ins and outs mm-hmm. of a person day um so yeah that's good um so and, and, and josh let me say even we talked about this before too you know you have that also when we talk about that paul that barnabas or that timothy you know what i mean a lot of times it doesn't have to be somebody that you commune with all the times, you know, who's mm-hmm. building you up. Um, you know, I always test, I always tell a pastor, uh, pastor Al, you know, our senior pastor of Covenant Love, you know, I always tell him, I say, you know what, I appreciate you so much for leading and, you know, and helping me grow and direct me. Right. God's used you to that, to be a spiritual father, a spiritual yeah. leader in my life. It's not that I, you know, I didn't have to be around him in, you know, one-on-one. It didn't have to be where we go play golf or, you know, we hadn't do none of that stuff. I mean, right. it's just literally by, um, you know, understanding, submitted to his teachings, one, and then also, you know, you know, t- tying onto the vision. So I saw that and then it helped me grow that he never had to, you know, I mean, you think about it when you're a senior pastor or your pastor, you know, everybody wants to be around you because it's all about titles. But, you know, a lot of right. times if you, you just, submit yourself to that you know i mean to teachings and stuff like that and then you know they're true because they live by it and you know you don't have to be one-on-one with them i mean you just it just i mean think about your your favorite you know person that teaches and stuff like that you know i mean that you listen to all the time they're they they don't call you and check on but they're impacting your life in some way or another for spiritual growth 
you know, and then same thing. You never know who you're teaching with. I mean, I still remember the time where, you know, you did your, your reenlistment and, and, and the words that you were saying. And, and I just looked around and, and I was like, these people do not know that they're being influenced in some one way or another. So, um, but yeah, so exactly, you know what I mean? So that's how, that's how very important, especially, you know, for people that don't know Christ, I mean, you're playing the seed in them. So, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, going forward with that, like, should someone, uh, build like a routine or a habit that involves God's word or, you know, prayer? I know for me, I get up every morning, like I try to get up at least four o'clock so that I can have some time to just before I get on social media, before I do anything, I'm just spending time with him. Um, someone should build like that, a healthy routine or habit, spending time with God. Oh man, definitely. I believe so now. And I'm glad you asked this question because I'm about to, I'm about to kick a sacred cow over. There's a thing <laughs> called a spirit. I'm telling you right now, it, it's very, it's so look, there's a thing called the spirit of comparison, right? There's a spirit of comparison where it's like, you know, there might be a person that they may be asking around, you know, Hey, how do you study the bird? How do you pray? Or how do you do things? Right. And it's good to get pointers. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you're trying to, you know, if you hear a certain leader or a certain pastor, there's somebody, you know, in your life or whatever it may be, it's like, you know, they get up at 430 every morning, they pray. And then next, you know, they read a word and then worship or whatever it may be and stuff. And then you hear those things and you start doing it, right? You're the person mm-hmm. and I start doing it. And then next thing you know, guess what? It doesn't work for me because I'm really not good at 430 in the morning. I'm right. really not good of, you know, worshiping. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to pray. You know what I mean? What do I read? So what happens is, is that when you when you get to a spirit of comparison with somebody and stuff like that, you 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 actually can pull yourself down to frustration, right? You get frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not going to do it. And then you never get started. The right. best thing to do is understand the three foundations of the intimacy between you and the father, right? The communication during those, those routines and stuff. One is the word of God. Two is communication, which is prayer. And three is worship, right? If you have those right. three key factors that it's in your life, right? How you do it is how you do it. You know, mm-hmm. I get up in the morning and I literally I tell people this all the time and they they're, they look at me like, hold on, you're a pastor. How are you supposed to do this? And I listen to his word on you version. And it's usually about 15 to 20 minutes and stuff like that. And next thing you know, it's like, that's my morning routine. I get up, I get dressed, get ready for work. I pop my earbuds in you version every morning. I feel that's that's my routine. So there's 15, 20 right. minutes that I listen to it. Next is just on my way to work. I pray. I talk to the father. It's net. And then I worship in the midst of that. And then I just mix it. So some days I may do it, you know, worship first and then pray or then, you know, wherever it may be. But my routine is just literally just I know those first 15, 20 minutes I'm getting his word. And then next thing you know, throughout the day at lunchtime, before I go to sleep or, you know, if the Holy Spirit just drops something in my heart, I start studying it out. Right. Start studying out and see where things may go. That's my routine. You know, you have to work what works for you. So yeah. the best thing to know is just, hey, you know, what do you normally like to do? If you feel like you study better at night, do it at night. If you feel yeah. like, you know, but one thing, you know, one thing that he wants the most, I'm telling you right now, anything that he wants the most is your constant prayer, your constant relationship with him. I talk to the father all day long in the midst of the good times, in the midst of the quiet times. If I got a big project, you know, 
even saying, Father, I need your direction in this and help me because he knows he knows that I'm coming to him and asking him for wisdom. And then two, as he's given me that wisdom to get this project done, I'm doing it according to, you know, what he's driving hard or according to whatever regulation, whatever maybe they have to do. And then when they saying great job, Jeff, you know, well, I can just give him the glory. So he's getting, right. you know, those three. So it's an all day conversation, you know what I mean? And just, you know, when Absolutely. all this scripture always said, be ready in season and out. I'm telling you right now, it's like you always had to be ready in season and out, right? So as you're talking to the father daily, we worship him, getting into his word. You're always having the time. You have something in you that at any moment in time, any moment in time and stuff like that, you can just yeah. spill it out to somebody. And you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who, who Barnabas, what Barnabas or Timothy or um, you're going to meet that day to pour into. So, yeah, so building that, uh, some type of relationship or, how, excuse me, a habit or routine is very important for your daily life. Yeah. Now, that's that's really good, you know, because you mentioned that I, I get up at four and, like, I'm reading the word, but then on my way to work, that's my moment where I can turn on some music and it's worship music and I'm heading into work. And it kind of just set the atmosphere so when I do come into work even if I'm getting hit with hey we gotta do this we gotta do that we gotta do this my mind is already at peace that I can just go ahead and just flow with whatever that needs to be done and I think that's also good for people to know like you know you can set the temperature of your atmosphere of what you want in the workplace and Mm -hmm. you know anywhere you you know whatever you have to do that day you set the temperature for it and I try to do that daily. So people be like, why are you so calm? And I'm like, man, let's look. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the, I know it's something that we have to do today. At the end of the day, we're going to get through it and it's going to be all right. So, right. You know, that and you become a witness it. Mm-hmm. and you become a witness. You know, they <laughs> look at you, they're looking at you. Somebody's always looking at you, especially if you're a Christian, they're always going to look at you and waiting for you to mess uh, you know, to get mad, frustrated, yeah. and, you know, but, when they're seeing that you have a peace in your heart because you're already walking, you know, in the presence of the Lord all day, you know, I will never want to leave his presence or never. And uh, the, the moment that I do, trust me, I know because the frustration is there, the emptiness is there, the alone, you know, that feeling or that emotion is there, you know. And, and, you know, one thing too is this, it's like just because you don't have, the feeling that you may do at service, you know, sometimes when you get to service and, you know, it just feels so awesome. You're in the middle of corporate worship and it's like you feel this a presence and anointing is there. You know what I mean? You know, if you're not getting that in your personal time, it does not mean that he's there. You know, he's not there because the thing is, is that he said, that, you know, that when you ask or when you call, I'm I'm there, I'm going to answer you. Right. So the thing is, is that, you know, faith is not a feeling. Faith is knowing that he's there. So even if you may not feel it, maybe at your worst moments and stuff like that, you know, hey, he's there. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. You know what I mean? He's not going to leave you, you know, you know, hopeless or abandoned in any kind of way. Because, yeah, I mean, the only person that does that is us. You know, we feel like we're away from him, but uh, he's never going to leave you, forsake you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I want to, before we you know, close it out. I just want to ask you if you have any encouraging words for the listener, you know, that may be going through anything right now. Um, is there anything encouraging that you could leave them? Before yeah. 
definitely, um, you know, I think your whole podcast, you know, being spiritual growth, um, you know, these are the days and times where you need to be encouraged as a son and a daughter of the living God. You know, I mean, there, there's time to get up uh, and this is the warrior in me. I apologize. But, you know, yeah. it's time to get up and pick up your shield and pick up your sword. And, you know, you have to get ready and get out there and, and fight. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, if if you have not done this in a while, if you say, oh, man, I haven't prayed in a while. I don't know. If God, God is just to forgive, you know, and he's just to replace. All you have to do is confess. You confess, you know, saying, you know, Father, forgive me for, you know, moving away. And in first John, the first chapter, verse nine says that he would restore you right back in fellowship and relationship with him. So don't give up. You know, uh, know how much, if anything, get into Romans, the eighth chapter and just read it until, right. until it finally clicks and understand that you are a son or daughter in him, that you have the spirit of adoption and knowing that nothing, there's nothing. Uh, Paul names everything in there that there is nothing that's going to separate you from the love of God. When you get that concept, when you get that spiritual knowledge and stuff and, and revelation that God loves you so much that, you know, that he, he, he just nothing can say. I mean, I'll tell you right now, it is so eye opening. It is so revelatory that it just becomes real to you that the God of all heaven and earth, the God of the universe created everything, loves you so much. You know, don't worry about your mistakes because he doesn't he doesn't label you by your mistakes. He labels you by your purpose. So as you, you know, as you're kickstarting, you know, it can start after you listen to this podcast where, you know, it just it just, you know, you're up, you're up and up your prayer time and you're up and up your worship time. Uh, you know, the thing is to stay faithful and do it as much as he is faithful and, you know, being there every time that you need him, be faithful for in him. That, you know, it, it, in these days and times where the enemy is trying to come in and, and, and rattle up uh, that we as believers need to stand up for truth because deception, the deception is coming. And the, um, the word said that many would be de um, deceived and that's to the believers also. Um, right. So don't feel like you, you're, you're, you're out there. Now, if you're if you in you are doing all this stuff and you are, you know, doing your word and worship and all that stuff, you know, check your heart. Do an inventory. Paul says, you know, examine yourself to see that you're in faith. Because a lot of times we can maybe get into a place where, you know, we we read the word, we're in the worship, we're doing everything. And it becomes such a routine that we become very, you know, complacent. And it's like, oh, you know, I'm good and blah, blah, blah. You get prideful. And then next thing you know, guess what happens? Then you're next you're 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 like, well, I'm I'm good, you know. You, you, you're in a in this deception where it's like you know you think everything's good and you're allowing so many things to come in your life without conviction. So, um, but you know I do encourage you just to you know get get in there, get at it, grab your shield, grab your helmet, grab your sword, grab everything that the armor of God, and get into the fight. And you know you're building up yourself, uh, you know to to much this holy faith that God's called us to do, and you know never taking light that you know Christ died for us. And, you know, we and he died for us for that relationship with the father. Um, so don't don't take that lightly and, you know, definitely encourage you just to get get right back into the word and uh, just start from now. Right. Well, Pastor Jeff, listen, I, I'm so grateful that you are uh, that you join in for the mm -hmm. podcast. I definitely got to have you back. Uh, oh, man, this is good you for know, you, man. This is uh, a podcast we believe that will help people 
grow mentally, physically, and spiritually. No. And you just got a whole <laughs> book load of just uh, encouragement and just some advice to put down as you grow spiritually. So uh, mm-hmm. thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Um, stay tuned. Be blessed. Have a good one. Remember, you can catch a new episode with Joshua every Thursday of each month. Until next time, bye-bye.